State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in the 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results, made just for us. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip to the professional-grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girlbomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb, available at Walgreens. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion. Who talks back. Hey, welcome to a new episode of We Talk Back. It's your girl, AJ Holiday. Hey, and it's Tam Bam. I love you. And hey, everybody. What's up? My name is Maisha, and I am a business owner. I am retired veteran from the Air Force. Ooh, ooh. Um, <laughs> we salute you. Of- Thank you. Thank you for your support. <laughs> I'm a wife of 18 years, a mom of two, um, full-time baddie, part-time government contractor. Mm. All right. I know that's right. Period. Oh, we need to talk, girl. What you doing? Gov- <laughs> what type of government contractor? What, what business? Baby, I push papers. It's administration. That's it. Oh, okay. We need to talk. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> I have a commercial furniture installation company. We definitely need to talk. Look at the network it has. Okay, yeah. Black excellence. Let's get it. So last week I did an episode of Brilliant Idiots. I went to New York. It was a good time. Y'all check it out. But I got so many dick pics in my DMs. What's wrong with me? Well, you was thick though. Yeah, but that don't mean I mean that, no, no, no. That's not appropriate, but still you was thick in the beginning. <laughs> Girl, I still haven't shown my husband yet. I'm like, wait. <laughs> I mean, you know, I ain't like it, like it, but God, dog. Look, Maisha, women do not like unsolicited cock shots. Stop no. that yeah. shit, y'all niggas is hella weirdo. I'm yeah. just always thinking, like, what you, what, what, what do you think the response is gonna be? Like, oh what my god, I can't wait to see that. I don't want to be. I want to show you something, but I don't want to be inappropriate. And then. <laughs> It was a dick. I was like, oh my god! You're very like, inappropriate. I was man. eating my bacon. It was breakfast time. <laughs> I got a side of dick with my bacon. I did not ask for that. So what I'm don't like unsolicited peen pigs. Yes, and I'm trying to understand why the fuck do y'all think that sexual harassment only happens on the job site? Like right. I can literally call the police and file a claim against your ass because you sexually harassed me via Instagram. The fuck? 
Do you think yeah. about sexual harassment when you get unsolicited yes. pics? Yeah, that's sexual harassment. I was trying to have breakfast. I don't yeah. want that. Disturbing yeah. my soul. Right. Were they big though? What do they look like? Hey, it look, was, it was actually a nice one. That was that was the. <laughs> it was, was kind of pretty. He knew. He knew he had a pretty. Hey, niggas with big dicks love to show you, right? Right. They'd be the first ones to pull it out. <laughs> they be having cock shots on demand, girl. They be just having them ready. Like, let me send me a cock shot. Niggas just have a nice one ready. Ready. In the camera roll, ready. Oh, this the good one. And Let's I'd be like, about- nah, send me a new one. <laughs> what happened on Earth this week? What happened? Earth is ghetto. It is. Earth is ready. ghetto. Well, we know the mob cancel culture. They're trying to cancel the baby now for the um, comments that he made last week while performing. What was the uh, festival? It was Rolling, uh, Loud? Rolling Loud. Yeah, at, mm-hmm. yeah, at the Rolling Loud Festival. My take on it, I guess everybody should have seen what he said, right? Y'all saw the videos and all that shit. My favorite part was when somebody threw that fucking shoe, bitch. <laughs> and he dodged that no. like the boy. Matrix. No. <laughs> was Leo in there. I don't know who did it better, him or George Bush, but... <laughs> I feel like the baby is a street dude, but he just, like, a college guy, too. Like, college guy, people be trying up. him. You know, you yeah, can man. be street, but still educated. I don't think he went to college. Oh, okay. And what know. he said was not educated because it was just no. unnecessary. Like it had nothing to do with anything. And I think what people are mad about is because, you know, prior to talking about gay, he started talking about HIV. Shout out to anybody who in oh, here sure. who don't have HIV. You got a million people at a at a big, big ass festival. <laughs> and they got say, HIV. Exactly. <laughs> What's the percentage of, you know, they say one out of every such and such. Like there's going to be at least, I'll say 8%, 10% of the people at that type of event that uh in that size I feel like that that's has a high HIV. Number. Hey, I don't know and where what, was what it at in DC are now. It was in Miami. Oh, okay, girl. Girl. I'm pretty but sure all I know is like when I heard it I was actually sucking dick in the parking lot and I was like, damn. Hanging up. <laughs> it's like I'm joking. I I'm like, <laughs> you saw you saw my face. <laughs> Bitch, what? I wasn't. I wasn't. Oh I just wanted God. to add a little something just in case y'all wasn't listening. <laughs> I was somewhere like this. <laughs> My mouth was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Mid choke, I was offended. Okay. I'm joking, guys. I, I was did not, not ready. suck any dick in no parking oh, lot God, this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so here's why people are upset. And some may say that. Uh, T.I. kind of add a little bit of Fuel more. Yeah, but he really didn't. He was just stating his thing. The thing is, is that baby doesn't have the intellect, the baby, excuse me, doesn't have the intellect to even get himself out of this shit. Really what you need to be doing is shutting the fuck up and stop responding. Stop trying to troll the trolls. Like usually cancel culture only lasts about three weeks. So if Ooh. he would just lay low, he wouldn't be losing all of his, um, endorsements whatever he has now any new shows he's he was supposed to do he's being canceled for because of the his, money behind this yes now you know you can't talk shit about the lgbtq plus Girl. community you can that say nigga you can say hoes bitch Girl. whatever cracker get everything. it back in blood <laughs> shooting your mama you can right. say all that shit but we already know mm-hmm. you can't talk about that community and there's a second community i definitely don't want to talk shit about because yeah, they probably run this shit. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Don't say nothing that's going to get us called in the office, AJ. Girl, that's why I'm just looking at y'all. Can you please turn in your badge? <laughs> <laughs> and bitch, you work for the government. <laughs> Look, I just got my security clearance to reapprove, so I'm like... Hey, the next time you go to get approved, they're going to be like, did you do a podcast with these two ratchets on? <laughs> we talk back. One oh, of man. them was sucking dick in the parking lot. We just need your badge, Maisha. Wait, what? <laughs> I feel like what Baby said was a failed attempt to celebrate heterosexuality. You know, I really don't feel like he hates gay people. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I just feel like what he should have said is, Men, if you got your dick sucked by a bad bitch in the parking lot, make some noise or something. <laughs> right. Or say Instead nothing. of saying, celebra- you know, celebrating in a way that excluded people. Don't exclude anybody. That's the problem. Hey, look, and he was hating on bitches who might have just had a bad day and came out there with yeah, this pussy thing. <laughs> yeah, it's hot outside. It's Miami. Hey, they at a festival. I know it was a lot of stink coochies out there. Yes. Let me offend y'all so much and then let me perform. <laughs> and then also, exactly. And then here's my thing. Men, if y'all don't know, y'all be the cause of stink pussy. I'm sorry. Me personally. Yeah, y'all not I, a bitch pH balance. Exactly. Too. Personally, I don't like sperm in my vagina. Like, mm. I like the act of it, like the intimacy of it all. But I want y'all to come in a cup, sit that shit on the side of the bed, and come back in two days and see what it smells like. Oh man. Yeah, that's nasty. <laughs> wait, wait, would it be a smell or would it be like residue? Would it be like it's like gonna old be booger? <laughs> <laughs> old boogers. Yeah, First come in all. that cup. Yeah, because you listen, give your girl a day off or two. If you if she start like pH get a little give her some days off without fucking filling the pie. God damn. And don't pussy shame her. You made her <laughs> coochie stink. Now you're talking about why it smell like that. Bitch, oh my god, your soldiers came and marched up in this <laughs> motherfucker, and now my shit smell like a war zone. Yeah, you gotta get honey pot, alkaline water, rose right. water, BB, shoot some yogurt up that motherfucker. <laughs> hey, look. hey, I got a coochie. Let me let me give y'all a coochie hack for today. So if you are a type of person who have like yeast infections, I don't mm-hmm. want to say often because it's not natural for you to always be having a yeast infection. But if you find yourself with a yeast infection, a natural remedy for a yeast infection, this off topic, you take a clove of garlic, you stick a needle through it, and you take the string off the end of your tampon and wrap it around. And then you take the, um, you don't stick the needle in your coochie, you take the needle out. But you want to have the thread, the string go through the clove the garlic. of garlic. And you stick the garlic into the tampon applicator and you shoot it up in your coochie. Do it at night because as soon as that garlic gets in your in your pussy, like your mouth, you're going to start tasting the garlic in your mouth. But the next morning, no yeast infection. This is a natural cure. These hoes for is yeast. vampires. You're going to kill all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Hold on, Sam. Let's pay some bills. Are you all about the NBA action? You gotta try Pick Six, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick Six credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick Six app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. 
like will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every single one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Let's get into today's topic. So we finished with the baby bitch ass, but Ja, I wish you the best. Get your life. Yeah. Me just too. Shut up. Rep 704. I fuck with the baby. You know, I'm just disappointed in his choices. I hate Me cancel too. culture because nobody's perfect and I don't want to be canceled because of a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know? I hate cancel culture. Or just your opinion. Like, your opinion is okay. What he said was not opinion. Well, it depends on what your opinion is. because, But, okay, we don't all have to agree. We don't have to agree. but And that's okay. And that's what freedom of speech is about. But you also have to be prepared to suffer the consequences of your your words. Mm -hmm. That is true. Be responsible. Yeah. So, look, um, with Maisha being a married mother, um, she's been married for 18 years. Yeah. Who talks talks back, back. right? You got to add that in We thought it would be a great idea to have this particular conversation with her because we are wives. Um, Mm. Of course, we've all been in committed relationships at some point in our lives, but we haven't been actually married yet, right? 
So. I've been married to the game. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, God. When I was doing Maisha's hair over the weekend, she was sharing with me about feminine energy and masculine energy and how she, her changing her approach in that realm helped her relationship. And I was like, well, damn, that's, you know, interesting. I would love to hear more about it. Would you like to come and talk with our listeners about how that helped your relationship and drop some jewels? Because maybe that can help some of us, you know, with ours. You know, for me personally, um, I'm like from the mindfulness community. So like, I believe you believe in something, you can achieve it. If that sounds cliche, but it's true. You create your own path. And so in my higher self, I always see myself being like, you know, top tier. And so in that, you know, one of my roles is to be a wife. And it's like, okay, how can I do this better? You know, and like I said, I've been married for a very long time. We got married when I was a kid. So, you know, to be at the age that I'm at now and to have, you know, the understanding and awareness that I have now that I didn't have when I was 21, you know, it's like giving that credit. And so part of that is feminine energy. And, you know, like I said, personally speaking from my own relationship, it has been huge to that revelation because um, my husband and I, you know, he brought it to my attention. He like, you know, it's like arguing with a nigga. Like, you talk to me like a dude. And I'm very feminine. You know, anybody who knows me knows that I am a girly girl. And so I'm like, I don't want to be a nigga. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I know you don't be married to a man. So it it wasn't just that easy either, guys. It wasn't just that simple conversation. But ultimately, that's what was the gist of it him bringing it to my awareness and being able to communicate what he actually saw was an issue with me but me also being able to give some awareness to it and give credit to it to say oh yeah I could just do better in this area mm-hmm. and, and so what did that consist of like how did you feel like you aligned <laughs> in your feminine in energy yeah well um for me it goes back and um I, I know I get this from my mom. Like I'm, we all to do. me, <laughs> my perspective, how I view myself in the world is that I'm a very nice, very feminine woman. You know, sometimes I guess it could be taken as flirtatious, but it really is not. You know, if I sing my words to everybody, like, hi, how are you? How's everybody? You know, I don't give no pushback. I worked in customer service for a lot of years and, you know, and it's, it is a stereotype, but it can be true too. You know, it's like the angry black woman or we have an attitude or whatever. And it's like, those are the things we kind of fight against because it makes us uncomfortable to see us, to see us in the mirror. But it's also things that are true. Like some of the prettiest women have some of the worst attitudes. Yes. I don't want to deal with them, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm one of them. I'm not omitted from that. Um, but how I deal with it, how I dealt with, like I said, it's very new, but it really is just listening, you know, and not, um matching his energy because he is a man and he like I was telling Sammy this weekend you know men are aggressive not to say he's gonna knock my head off in that kind of way but you know he's more aggressive than a female energy would be and so it kind of goes back to that story with your grandma being super nice to you know to granddaddy and he cussed her out and you know got kids all over town and he just like horrible but grandma still you know don't talk back. Grandma still wash his underwear. Grandma still cook his food. And that he ne- 
That was my grandma. My grandma but, would knock a boy's <laughs> head off. That's that but but she energy. did stay with him no matter what, though. Right. They stayed together through it all. But she did fuck my granddaddy up, though. And and this is the part where I think it will get controversial because and this is my opinion. You know, I'm not the standard. But I feel like and us operating in our roles of who we were, who whatever gender we identify with, identify with being a female. So, you know, operate in that role. And my husband is a male. He operates in that role. That really is harmony. You know, it's like trying to... Um, soothe the beast you know instead of he rah-rah and then i'm rah-rah it's like are we really trying to win or you know individually or are we trying to win for the relationship so it's like honestly it's like being a bigger person and saying okay okay but okay bro you mad right now i'm not mad you're mad but it's also denying your triggers you know things that people say that could just get you turned up and it's like really being selfless in that moment and just listening and then taking a minute to respond and then just seeing how that works. And and I would say that has worked for me. It has worked for me. Like, you know, even on the way back from talking to you, I was met with it, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he was talking to me and talking to me about, uh, so I told him about the show and, you know, you invited me on. And so, you know, he was excited about it, but then it went up to something personal between he and I, and I just, I just had to sit there and listen. And then afterwards, he was like, thank you so much for just letting me get it out. And it was like, you know, like I had to deal with some uncomfortable stuff. So the feelings did come later, but I appreciated that moment when it could have just turned up to 10 because he was telling me how he felt versus me saying, yeah, that's how you feel. But um, but you did this to me, too. You know, not really making a conversation more about me, but giving platform to me in the black community. Um, this whole masculine, feminine energy thing, a lot of times uh, black women and black men, we are acting out of trauma responses mm-hmm. to how we grew up and the things we experienced as children. Maybe may us, you know, growing up in a home with a mother, which we would call a strong woman, right? Because she was mm-hmm. able to raise the children that she made with a man who decided not to be there. But is right. that really a strong woman? It's just a woman. You it's know? not a strong and woman. A lot of women aren't even single parents. They're, uh, they are... Um, you have a you have a man. Maybe you you guys aren't together, but you're not necessarily a, a single mom. You're just a mom that's single. But um, I don't associate masculinity with aggression. To me, like masculinity is more so like an active person, like somebody who's assertive. And I think mm-hmm. a, a a man who knows who he is would could appreciate a woman that's assertive. And you know, and and and. When when a man is assertive, it's like boss energy, right? When a woman mm-hmm. is assertive, it's the other B. It's bitch energy, mm-hmm. right? So it, that's why it gets kind of messy because I feel right. like when somebody reaches their higher self, it's going to be a person who has that masculine and feminine energy. And that's why children need that masculine and feminine that energy. That balance. Like, yeah. I feel like women should be masculine and should have that feminine energy at the same time. Right. And I wanted to read the definition of masculine energy, right? This is off Google. So wait, you feel like women should be masculine? No, we can't read. don't say we masculine can. as in strong. <laughs> and We're energy. talking about, yes. Yeah, so let me, this is why I'm about to read the definition of masculine energy, right? Okay. Masculine energy is active and assertive. 
It knows where it's going and it takes action to get there. Masculinity does not receive, but rather it goes forth. Masculine energy influences its environment, not the other way around. Masculine energy is very clear in its intentions. So you have a lot of men like that won't, they're not clear in their intentions. They don't know where they're going. You know what I'm saying? They, they aren't assertive. So would we associate them with feminine energy? I would say this though, AJ. Because that's not feminine energy. Because we know how, not, where we're going. It's you said something that was like huge, and that's that's healing and therapy. That's not to say that we all get it right. You know that we don't all bring years of trauma that we all have experienced, related people. You know, from coming from broken homes, from homes with just single moms, like moms having to have that duality of male and female and really really mostly male because like I grew up with a single parent for a short while and my mom was always angry you know like it's like do this do that it was never no love it was never feminine shown it wasn't it wasn't that now I, I think we can have masculine energy when we do it when we handling business in the corporate sector or whatever but when it comes to our relationships like we can we can be more softer to mm-hmm. our significant others. Right. But I just I just hate like associating masculinity with men and associating feminine energy with women because it's 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 a it's an aura and I believe that both of them are necessary for a person mm-hmm. to reach their higher self. That's right. why that's why I was telling Tam like Prince eventually he stopped going by any names or any titles. He was just the symbol because he mastered his feminine energy. You can even look at Michael Jackson and how he, Michael Jackson actually had a deep voice, but he spoke light, you know, Mm. he spoke light and he kind of was childlike because even with a man who's masculine, he turns on that feminine energy for his children. So, you know, some of them, some of them are just mean people. They're going to be mean to you. They're going to be mean to the kids, but you have some men who could be naturally aggressive all day long, but something sparks that, Feminine, if we want to associate mm. feminine with soft, a man can also have that feminine energy when it comes to something he really, really, really loves. That's so true. That could be his child or his wife. So I really don't associate like the masculine. This is like a thing right now in the black community, mm. I think. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is targeted toward black women. Mm. But I, I definitely <laughs> see in myself where I can listen more, right? But men can also listen more. So is listening associated with femininity? I think what, what ha- what's happening right now, like I said, for me personally, and then this is my opinion on what I see being portrayed in the community and our society, is that for years, for years, you, whether you guys can remember or agree or not, but we've always heard the rhetoric of a no good nigga. Like a nigga ain't shit. You know, like you find one. I'm, okay, not you. Me neither. No, when I say it, when I say it, it be jokingly like, man, these <laughs> niggas ain't shit. But right, you know, bitches don't be shit that. either. Okay, and that's the big period. People ain't <laughs> shit all together. People right, are, <laughs> people aren't. But it's like the world caters to a woman. What mm-hmm. it really does, and so it's like we take on all these myriad of like roles. Like we are mom, we are wife, we are counselor, we are friend, we are cousin, we are sister. We your dick sucker in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, are, we wear a lot of hats. And where I feel like men have more of a pass to do whatever. Mm-hmm. That's how we portray them. Not saying that's true, 
But because we wear more hats, we like, oh, if, you know, I do all this, so you need to respect me. Everything I want, I need to get it. And if you ain't doing that, then it's like you fall into the stereotype of being a nothing-ass dude. And it's not, it's saying, like, if the relationship is not working, how feminine energy can work is to examine, okay, we know what, we know, we already know what bro did. We know, okay, we sorry. But how can you be better? A relationship can go wrong in several different ways, but it's only two people in it. So it's like, don't look at what he's done and even all his trauma and what what he brings to the table for yourself. Singularly, how can I be better as a feminine woman in relationships? Because even like on your job, if you have to deal with a, a guy, me personally, I used to have the worst relationships at work because hell no, you're not gonna tell me what to do. Like I know my job. Period. Yes, my job, my boss. All day. And I used to have I struggled with that though. Mm -hmm. Me too. I struggled because, you know, I did my job and just because I'm not gonna kiss your butt in the process don't mean that you know, I and it's I don't know. I just I know I handled it wrong. It could have did a lot better. I could have won with my feminine energy instead of trying to give them a masculine energy. Like I could have used I could have used it better. And that's just the introspection of me. Some manipulation. So you were saying yeah. like it's our superpower and we don't use it enough. We yes. don't. It is our superpower. We don't use it enough. And um, one example I was trying to give, like I said, this is new, but I've been thinking about this for the last few weeks. But you'll see all the time, like Scarlett Johansson, you know, she plays, oh, who does she play? Black Widow or somebody. And, you know, she'll seduce the guy to like distract him, right? Mm-hmm. But then, what what are we programmed to see right after that? Like she whoop his ass, basically. Right. So it's like we <laughs> we only get to see feminine, and even like Marilyn Monroe is a great example. We only get to see feminine energy portrayed um, one way, but but small, but mm-hmm. on a like cellular level, we get it. But it's it's always like be strong, be independent. You know, bring your stuff to the table, your litany of degrees and all this stuff. But it's like. A man really don't care about all that. Men, let me tell you. See, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is all the bullshit that's going on in the black community right now. Let Come me on, let's tell talk you, about it. Black American men don't care about it. That African mama care about your background and who your family is and what type of education you have. That Asian mama, mama not care. Son, though. Mama, not son. I, I understand that, but I'm saying the family, other people... Like yeah. in an African family, that son, he cares about those things because he has to take you home to his parents. You right. see what I'm saying? It's only in a black community where you have men saying that they don't care about our degrees and all that stuff. That's because they're not acquiring them at the rate that, that black women are. So they're, they're using that to make it like a bad thing on our end. Like, I don't feel like women are leading with degrees and I don't need a nigga and all this shit. Because I feel like if you're a woman, if you're if you, if you're a woman and you have never experienced a good man, chances are you ain't shit. Because there's a lot of good mm-hmm. men out here. You probably pass them up, you know, right. for the nigga you gotta chase. That's what mm-hmm. we do. <laughs> you pass up the niggas that want you for the nigga you want. So try and like okay, a nigga that like you. <laughs> it's so I hard agree. though. <laughs> it be so hard, like. I don't He's know. so stupid. I struggle with that. So let's go back to trauma responses. So in the black community, mm-hmm. we all we have black mamas, daddy not in the home. So your mom, best thing is, and, and even with her without her saying, right? You see how she had to struggle and things like that. So and your mind is like, let me get this, because this nigga can leave whenever he feel like it. Let me right. make sure I'm straight because he can leave whenever he feel like it. And that's what they kind of instilled in us, even 
even if you have a mom that didn't actually say that, you saw what happened to her. So because mm. that that now trauma response is for you to make sure you got your shit in the cut just in case he decides to leave you or just in case you run into a man that's not willing to take care of you, what you bring to the table and all this bullshit. Right. Nobody's asking any other women, any other ethnicities, what they bring to the table. There's only black men in America asking black, black women what we bring to the table. Like, you know, so then black women are like, I bring the whole table. Like, you know, the mm -hmm. attitude, the money, the degree, all this shit. And the man's like, I don't care nothing about that. You got basic bum ass niggas who saying they don't care about it. Nigga, and you need you need help paying your child support. So you do care about how much I make. Right. <laughs> and, and I think because I think and it's like and this is another thing, too, that I always not always, but I have said this before, but realizing it again, too, is accepting what people say for what it is. You know, if he say, be it as it may, <laughs> it might be. But like, let's say me and you, right? We're in a relationship, but we're friends. And mm -hmm. you like, you know, Maisha, when you did this, it made me feel some kind of way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you care about me, you will accept what I say instead right. of saying, oh, okay, yeah, that's true. But it's some BS because that is hurtful too. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like that's not us being soft and, and loving and, and caring. It don't mean we're weak because we got nothing to prove to nobody, you right. know? In 2021, I'm not fighting anybody. I'm 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 a shoot you, period. This is what it is. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm not fighting. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> you know, but but I'm just so saying. So wait, I you want to shoot people? I don't want to shoot people. I don't. But I'm just saying when it when it comes to like like why would you gauge being tough, right? Just to say, oh, I can whoop you, or I can like cuss you out better. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's a tough factor. It's like. If I don't act like this with him, I'm weak or, you know, I ain't strong enough. Or if he don't act like this, he ain't, he ain't strong. So now you got niggas out here killing each other. Cause how tough can you be? Right. You know, and they only got want to be tough to get us. <laughs> so it's like, I was telling Tim, it's like dating a pretty nigga, you know, like we, we so tough. We really are. And it's okay to acknowledge that we are very tough, but it's also okay to examine, like, do we have to be? I don't want to have to be. I don't want to be tough, but these niggas will run over you sometimes if you don't. <laughs> so you I just mean, have to know who you with. That's why partner selection yes. is so important. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you don't want to be that submissive pushover to just like this guy who the world doesn't respect. And then he, right. you, he gets to come home to you and just control you because you're the only constant thing that he can control. So you got to be real, real careful. So it just has to be balanced. Because women, are, you can fuck around and set yourself up for some bullshit. Mm -hmm. And lots of healing and lots of grace, too. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. We definitely have been traumatized and taught some things that we can honestly say, in essence, it wasn't really bad, but it wasn't all the way productive for relationships either. Like, right. we were taught how to be single and how to, like, date, yes. basically, <laughs> and exactly. not be a wife. And the thing is, is that women give men access to sex, right? But men give us access to relationships and marriage because true. we already know that before you get That's that pussy true. up, you run it all shit. Soon as you get that pussy up, <laughs> now you chasing him and like, what you, what we doing? Like all of this, you had all of that control beforehand. That's why you put them expectations mm -hmm. on the table first before first. busting that pussy open for a real exactly. name. Exactly. <laughs> and you got to have those conversations, man, because mm -hmm. that's your treasure, like. It really is. And the reality is, and, and y'all might, you know, this might go crazy. I hope it don't. But you got women, like, who are older, who have had kids, and you can tell they've had sex and they have children. But then it's like, 
you know, it's okay to put it on the pedestal. It's okay to still put it on the pedestal, but it's mm-hmm. like, what are you also bringing to the relationship? Because I can smash it. It's like, everybody got a penis. Everybody got a penis. So it's like, what makes you set apart? And it's like, and, and this is what me and Tam got into this weekend. I ain't no dude. I can't speak for men. But when, when you know, every, let's say everything going good in the relationship, y'all still in the honeymoon phase, and then something happened, you get triggered. You know, you don't answer or whatever. And then you start losing your shit. You understand? And then it's like, now you have turned on, turned into another person. You know, now you're strong. You're trying to put a defense mechanism up. Mm-hmm. And you, and that's the, that's what you were speaking to earlier about healing, like healing those traumas. So you can give somebody your best self and stay in that honeymoon phase because that's how a person gets when they like cheat or, you know, find somebody else is that newness. Oh, she's nice to me. You know, she don't fuss at me when I don't do this. She, and, you know, as soon as the one, he, the side chick, that crazy, he he'll go to third side the next chick. One, you know? exactly. Or oh, he coming home. This is right. the thing, like, cause being, <laughs> like, being in love is just a state of mind. It's nothing more, nothing less. It's a state of mind, so you right. can fall in and out. So when you're with somebody. It's a state of insanity. Go ahead. Girl, when you're with somebody, y'all have to do things every single day to continuously fall in love with each other. Every yeah. day. Because if you're not falling in love, you're falling out of love. Yeah, you know, so if y'all arguing and all this bullshit, it's like you're not in love no more. It's easy to fall out of love. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just in a dark place because I don't believe in being in love forever with nobody. But that's what like I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's easy to fall out of love. So you have to make sure y'all if two people really, really want to be together. Every mm-hmm. day has to be loving. Like, yeah, y'all going to have like bumps in the road, but. This has to be the person that you're willing to put up with bullshit from forever. That's just it, because everybody's different and everybody come with their shit, right? Everybody so, come with their shit. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. that has to be the person that you are willing to deal with their bullshit for fucking ever. And when you and no being longer, honest. yeah, mm-hmm. and when you're no longer willing to deal, the relationship is over. I find it hard mm-hmm. to pick one nigga to do that with. <laughs> well, it's because you're probably not getting everything you need in that one person, you know. But you're not gonna get true. everything you need in nobody. But if so. you know that, then what are we? What are you saying? If you know that you can't get everything from you need out of one person, so get two. You, if that's what you choose to do, and you being honest with people, yeah, get two. Shit, get three. Money man, dick man, shit, lawnmower man. I don't know the nigga who can fix shit in the house. <laughs> yeah, the nigga who listened to my feelings. <laughs> oh baby, what happened? Tell like Tammy is uh dwelling in her masculine energy <laughs> if we want to associate energy. if we want to associate masculine energy with with um uh, promiscuity bitch does that make me promiscuous i didn't say i was fucking all of them i heard a lady i heard a lady on instagram i'm sure y'all have seen this lady she was snapping she was going all the way off and she was like y'all bitches won't um, y'all man to be single. I mean, does this be with y'all? But meanwhile, he, what if he come home and say he want to have sex from the chandelier and he want to do this? Like, you got time? So I feel like she was promoting polygamy. I, you know, this yeah, probably. About, mm-hmm. You know, do whatever works for you. But that's like you said, AJ is having that conversation. Like, and you know what you want and what you can handle. Right. You know, like, uh, I I saw a video like that. She was basically like, "Do you have time to be all the things that all them other women was? Yes. Like, can you be the one woman who provides all that shit?" But why? Why does and a man doesn't require <laughs> a, a a man when a man doesn't like thirst for pussy like that? That's when he's reached his highest self. When sex isn't driving him anymore. Mm-hmm. Like Ice Cube said, him and his wife 
they have been married for like 25 plus years, right? And he said he's not overly sexual. Like he's not overly like, like men who just go out to get some new pussy all the time. Like it just takes a while for them to get to the place where they can turn down some pussy. Ice Cube that's is when also a man 50, has so. arrived. <laughs> but he, but yeah, but he's saying that's how yeah. he's been able to keep his marriages because he wasn't out here chasing other bitches. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, it's just, I think that speaks to something else too, though. Like something that can be handled in therapy, honestly. Because what are you looking for? Even with women, what are you looking for when you're just going out there just having sex with a whole bunch of women? Are you trying to like tell yourself? They, they boosting their ego up. That's all it is. And once you mm-hmm. once you relinquish some of that ego, because ego a healthy ego is a good thing, right? But once right. you relinquish some of that ego, you can turn down pussy and like you can really get to the bag. All type of things can just start happening. Like, man, once you start making your wife happy or the person you with, like your fucking life just elevates. I've seen mm-hmm. it happen when niggas start doing their wife right. I've seen it yeah. happen. I agree. I'm here to tell the story. and then you know another thing is like i cannot stand like the strong black woman title thing i think black women are the only people who have that self-proclaimed strong black woman i had seen this video one time on um youtube and a lot of people was pissed about that shit it was an indian guy white girl no it was an indian black uh, indian man and he was saying how black women we like the only women that have children for a bunch of different men then struggle to take care of their children. And then when they are able to take care of their children, then they're a self-proclaimed strong woman because you struggled with children. Like that shit really had me feeling a way, but at the same way, like that shit is really real because mm-hmm. other, other uh, groups of people just don't be out here. Like people be having a lot people just, it just depends. Right. So people do be out here fucking having kids just like black people do, right? Right. But the family structure structure is a little bit different. Like the families want to come together to take care of the kids mm-hmm. so the child could go off and go to school, this and a third or whatever it may be. But you're just a woman. You're not like but a in, super strong black woman. That's the fuck think- we are. Girl, <laughs> bye. There's a lot of weak bitches out here. You hear me? There's a lot of weak bitches. But <laughs> black true. women are the strongest creatures on earth. I believe it. I believe it. I do too. I definitely we do. We mothered this entire earth. Okay. This whole earth came from us. Bitch, you got a plant like... you just let die? I just... <laughs> <laughs> no, bitch. I do not. <laughs> I, I just feel like, man, it's a cycle. It is a vicious cycle for us. And I think if we could get that aspect right, we could really, really win as black and black women and black men. Cause like, like we okay, we brought up China this weekend, right, Tammy? Mm-hmm. And and Tammy talking about the suicide rates of women. Cause she said what, that Chinese more... women are more submissive. They align in their feminine energy more. I was like, yeah, and they also commit suicide more than anybody else too. But mm. look at their country though. Look how much wealth they have. Like. People stick together. And listen, I'm not saying that you should stay in a relationship that's not healthy, but black people will leave. We are leavers. We're not staying. Get that bread. Get that head. <laughs> we leave. And then I'm definitely at, a leaver. Yeah, I'm a stayer. It take a while though, but I'm def- I, I will leave. Right. But you know that. So because you know that, then you will. But it's like finding the ways to work it out and deciding, I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to stick this out through thick and thin. Like, Divorce is not an option. See, that's the thing. I never leave. These niggas be leaving me. But they come back, well, once they find out the grass ain't greener. 
They always yep. try to come back. You a feminine woman. <laughs> and then they can't. Because <laughs> they be damaged, man. It's a lot of damage. I think like, um, I've never dumped a nigga. I've never dumped. I've stayed through the bullshit and then I always get dumped. And then they come back like, I made a mistake. You sure the fuck did? Because after that, I won't come back. I'll mm-hmm. fight for you. And I'll be like, all right. If you sure? You bitch, done. I'd be dramatic Okay, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I don't look, come back. Maisha, I'd be so dramatic. I mean, pull U-Haul, truck up, pack that bitch by my fucking self dramatic, bitch. I'm out. <laughs> you gotta be a stayer. Like, okay, so have y'all ever seen this video? And it's really profound to like kids. And it was this white guy. I think he might have been a pastor or something. But he had a whole diverse soccer field of kids, right? It was, but it was predominant. It was more white kids there, and it was um, some black kids as well. So the concept was they stood on one single line, all at like say the goal line, and he was like step forward type of thing. So step forward if you have I've a cell phone. That. I seen that. You know, okay. Step forward if both your parents are together. Step forward, everything that really applies to a more the white community. And so you got these kids, they to the front of the line, they laughing and you know, they ha ha ha. And then you look back, it's black kids still at the goal line mm-hmm. who haven't left. And it's like, we will get together and procreate. We'll have sex and we'll have children, which is really the outcome of sex. And then we leaving these kids on the goal line because we can't get it right because we are traumatized. We can't communicate. We're fighting. You know, nobody wants to admit to their own wrong and see awareness to their own stuff. And we're leaving mm-hmm. our kids at the goal line, guys. Mm-hmm. And that's really the biggest issue. Mm-hmm. So is- people talk about all the time, like, how can we fix the things in the black community? And I do believe that one of the big fixes is black family and marriage. Like two I people, do. two healthy, healed people get together and produce healthy, healed children. Or just children that don't even have to heal. So people always talk about like generational curses. Nah, it has to be generational blessings going forward in a black community. Yes, the only way that it starts, it starts with the man and the woman. Healed people creating children. Because we all know there's black people and there's, there's, then there's niggas, right? Yeah, and niggas true. procreate way quicker than black people. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'm, we snore, AJ. <laughs> I disagree. Cause no, you bitch. can be a black person and a nigga oh. at the same time. You okay, we hybrid. Yeah. So that's a hybrid. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we could be high. Because you know, I like her niggas who made it. I like hybrids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? Like people who got the time to make kids. Like black people, we at least try to set stuff up a little bit. You know. But what have we ever seen at work? That's like ideals that is not even real to us. But we. You can do everything right and still end up a single mom. But you, you can be a mom that's single. You don't have to be a single mom. You can pick a man that you know will raise your children, whether y'all are together or not. See, Pete, that's where partner selection comes in. You fuck around and get pregnant by a nigga who already got two kids that he isn't oh taking care God. of. That's yeah. your responsibility. You mismanaged your pussy. That is not that man's fault. Mm-hmm. It's your fault. That's true. And sometimes we run men off. We run them off, man. And that's, it's a harsh Bye. reality to do. <laughs> Right, you just gotta y'all be bitches. Like, y'all gotta up. get your life together. We have to. It's us. It's <laughs> us taking it for the team, man. And I have two daughters, and leave them with my kids. They pop off, and they be looking like me, and then they turn and look like my mama. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. hell no. So black women, we could try to be a little bit more feminine, but feminine to me does not power. mean push over. 
It's not. But feminine. you you can be you can still dismiss somebody femininely. Mm-hmm. And if you and if you and if you say you can't, that's now you making a choice to not. Because mm-hmm. so, you cannot be in your feelings, right? And then also, if you have to argue, you you don't have to argue. You could just improve your arguments, yeah, right? But, so, so with this, all right, let's talk about uh, women in hip hop. So a lot of this rap mm-hmm. music is masculine energy, very masculine. Like, and we got girls like uh, AJ sent me this video over the weekend, and it was girls Ooh. like. You niggas ain't nothing but some little hoes too. Bust it open. Oh. Eat the debris out my ass for a fo fo fo. Bust my <laughs> ass wide open and eat the debris out of for a fo fo fo. Bought that nigga three five and he slurped me up right quick. Come on, yeah, we talk about y'all like that too. Y'all niggas up here giving up sloppy toppy for a three five. Come on, man. Y'all niggas always want to talk shit about bitch, but y'all niggas out here eating ass for some zaza. You easy fuck the fuck, my little boy. You niggas out here eating ass, sucking toe. Man, put a little extra $20 on it. A little sprinkle. Nigga, open your ass cheeks and lick the debris out that motherfucker. I literally was appalled. I was clutching my pearls. I'm like, me too. Wait a minute. Are we buying these niggas shit to eat our ass out now? Oh, God. <laughs> they asking what we bring to the table like we some grown ass men, nigga. Ass to eat. If you trying to eat. <laughs> but and it was just like very masculine her. energy. Like, wow. I buy you a little three five. Little, I'm not even talking to a man who act like that. So is that masculine mm-hmm. energy or just ignorant energy? Little boy. I'm like little ass little boy. If I can say that. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. The girl coming to me. Like, so, yeah. I would never talk to nobody that's the... I mean, what? Why are you talking to me like that? <laughs> I would be like this. I would be feeling like I need a turtleneck on and a dress that come to my ankles. Hey, she said... That was a hard the video. debris out of her ass. That was nasty. Yes. That's a, a lot of the energy, but I think it's a trauma response, honestly. Definitely. We've been Definitely. having years and years and decades and decades and centuries of just being played, right? Because at one point, women ran shit. Lightest men may want to take it. There were women rulers, right? And mm-hmm. we we talked about this before about being submissive. Like being submissive does not mean go sit in the corner and do what this man says because the Bible no, also says if we want to be biblical, a man is supposed to consult with his wife. So y'all supposed mm-hmm. to come counsel with us. Like we the counselor. For real, mm-hmm. for real. And if you think about like the medieval times and the women really was running shit in the background. Very Pillow true. talking with a man, letting them know how to do war letting them know how to handle whoever else. And then yeah. they go out and they act like they, they came up with the idea, like it was just an epiphany. And, and we when, just let them, you know? Yeah. So And that's um, a beautiful exchange, though. That's mm-hmm. a beautiful exchange. Because in return, bitch, you get a kingdom. Period. Exactly. We are the, I ain't going to say only. I hate using the word only because there's somebody out there that did some same stuff we done did. But predominantly... We are the ones that fight against each other. You got mm-hmm. black men saying they don't, they don't date black women, but they mama's black. Mm-hmm. You well, know, we the got... system has been set up for us to be this way. Mm-hmm. You know that, yes. right? But yeah, it all take it all the way back to Willie Lynch. We when can. They take, when they would take the black man and tie one side mm. of his arms to a horse and mm. then tie his legs to another horse and then beat both horses so they try to run away and rip mm. that man in half in front of his woman. Yeah. So how's she going to be? She's going to be like, I got to be strong because this exactly. can go anytime. anytime. At any time he can be taken away from me. And that shit has been in our mind ever since. 
And it's just like a, a par- we need a paradigm shift for all of this to change. The paradigm shift is. is the therapy. So a lot of people, you know, you see people say a little funny shit about, you know, how Charlemagne pushes the um, mental health um, mm-hmm. movement. That's what the community needs. I really feel like that is his purpose, to push more black men to therapy. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because we Not need to heal men, together. All of us. All of us yeah, man. we need to heal. That's what I'm trying to say. We need to heal separately, and then we need to heal together. Mm-hmm. But conversations like this, too, are very profound and healing because if you, even if you don't agree, you, you can at least get the seed planted. Yeah, you plant the seed because, I mean, let's be honest, we can all go to therapy, but if we don't take accountability for our own actions and we always constantly looking at somebody like, mm-hmm. well, you did this and that's why I did that. Even if we go back to the programming and the systematic racism that's been said against us we can blame people all day we have a lot of people to blame mm-hmm. okay we know the problem we know the problem we've been taught the problem for 400 plus years mm-hmm. we know the problem what is the solution right the solution is stop being full of shit the solution is stop forfeiting the game let's let's just pretend this is a football game right mm-hmm. if you are refusing to understand your opponent and who you playing against you're essentially forfeiting the game you got a lot of black people that's just sitting back forfeiting the game because a white man and this one did that. Mm-hmm. Man, nigga, come on. And that's really what black women are saying. But on the other flip side of that, right, we also know that empowering black women is also a form of um, white supremacy because mm-hmm. who's going to who's gonna help our men? You know what I'm saying? Like, you even see, like, in high school and shit like that, like, girl, little girls always have a car and then they got some nigga who don't got a car come from a broken family in the passenger seat, right? So we empower the women, and then we don't empower the little boys. And then we call them bum-ass niggas when they get older because they worked a warehouse warehouse job their whole fucking life. While you told him to go get a job because now you done made a baby, take care of your family. But then you got the little girl family who allows her to then go to college while they help her with her child. So it's like, it's kind of, the balance it's is unbalanced. all fucked up. We got to yeah. take care of our little it's boys. Unbalanced. We have to take care of our little girls. And, and fuck these grown people. It starts with the children. Yeah, right, it's over. Right. It's over for y'all grown ass. It's over for y'all niggas. <laughs> it's we need over to with. worry about the kids. <laughs> it, but we do, man. And we're at a point in time where we can start saying that we have to look at our children because mm-hmm. we are the examples. We are the examples. Like they're gonna do. They're gonna emulate what they see. Yeah, because yeah. children are being raised by the unraised. They're just being yeah. raised by people we who weren't know. raised. We have no idea. I tell my kids all the time. This is my first time with a 10-year-old. I <laughs> never had a 10-year-old before. I don't know. So you can tell your mom if I'm messing it up for you. Like, I provide them a platform. My kids speak very freely and very We couldn't candidly. do that as kids, right? And that's no, another thing I feel like. say and not as I do. Our generation no kind of changing that. <laughs> Our generation changed that a little bit. My mom, I talked to her about how I would raise my kids and things. I don't have kids yet. But I know there are some things I'll take from how I was raised, but there are a lot of things I'm not taking with me. I don't, believe in, I don't believe in hitting little people. Little people mm-hmm. have half the life experiences of your big grown ass. If I can't smack my nigga when he fucking up, why would I put my hand on this kid? You see, they don't know. And you're going to have to repeat yourself a thousand times the same way you got to repeat yourself a thousand times to a big grown ass man. (laughs) So there's a lot of things. Mm hmm. As I'm a parent, mad. I do. I struggle with that. I, baby gonna get a little pop pop every now and then. Yeah, pop like, pop is cool, you? but there's such a thing as a bully parent. Destroying Some parents them, are yeah. bully. No, no, I'm not doing And that. I don't want to kill my kids' Yeah, and the two by four. You was trying to murder somebody. Yeah, people. I don't want that. You was not trying to whoop. <laughs> but a little pop pop is necessary, I feel Yeah. Like. 
Because my yeah. daughter, she had tried the hell out of me. She like look at me I just, like. The, the reason why I don't want to like oh like take pop pop all the way out is because I don't want to raise a little motherfucker that's like mom shut my fucking door mom. I right don't think now. that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I think you if your end goal is to make a child cry, if that's really what you want to do, you want to make them cry because oftentimes when you beat their ass, they ain't gonna have no change behavior. Try telling your child, you know what? Just real, really calming your feminine energy. I'm really disappointed in you. Period. That, and drop the mic and walk <laughs> off. Girl, but how many times you gotta like, do that? Okay. Okay. Let me tell you, my daddy, my daddy beat me one time in life, and he beat my sisters, so he wouldn't have to beat me by myself. But I was so afraid of disappointing my daddy, and he never yelled at me. But you still ever. got a whooping. No, one time when I was younger, but as a teenager, like I remember <laughs> I stole that nigga car and I went to my boyfriend's house and I fucked around and oversleep. I had to be to school and that nigga had to be to work. And I came home. He was like, give me my fucking keys. I should beat your ass. I couldn't believe it. I was like 16 to 17. I was like, oh my God, this thing. <laughs> but hey, he been beating your ass already. You would have been home been... before six o'clock in the morning. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and look, I was, I still was going, right? But them ass whoopers would have made me remember to get the right, fuck out. What time it was. Well, tell, I don't oh, think you should murder I gotta no go child. because yeah. my daddy will fuck me up. I know. You was gonna he have did it before. That. Yeah. <laughs> that was me yeah. in your mind. But I was so scared, nigga said, I should beat your ass. I couldn't believe it. Like, who, me? You gonna hit me, daddy? <laughs> me, your little girl? Yeah, I'm about to fuck you up. You got me fucked yeah. up. Hell yeah, bitch, I'm ass. late for school. That nigga late for work. I couldn't believe it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I just closed my eyes and I saw it all over again. <laughs> now, if he would have been t- tagging that butt all of 16 years of living, you wouldn't even thought twice to go out the house. You would have been right there. Them be the main and, ones. Uh, the ones who ain't have no leeway be the main ones doing all the whole shit. What you talking about? Man, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah, my God. Right. I'm telling you. This is uh, crazy. And I ain't doing it tomorrow. I can't. I can't be that to them. Yeah. So this conversation today was great. So we're going to try to practice. Oh. Staying in our feminine energy a little yeah. bit more. And I Real do quick. like to tell people I'm a grown ass man sometimes. But I don't really mean it. <laughs> Just be beautiful. Just be a beautiful self. I have, self. I have a s- submission, guys, for dumb bitch advice today. Okay. So let's, let's hear it. Hold on. All right, hold on. So let's let's um actually let's take a break. We're gonna get into our dumb bitch story, but let's take a break and pay these motherfucking bills. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. 
A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination, the journey itself, or both, your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every single one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Dumb bitch story. You're so dumb. Because we've all been a dumb bitch at least once or twice. All right, so uh, here's our dumb bitch advice for today. She she needs some advice from us, guys. So uh, here's what she sent. Uh, So I've been in a relationship for about seven months now. The man that I'm with is a good guy. He's laid back, homebody. He has his head on straight, good job, supportive hold our house down, etc. This man literally drives to me on his lunch break to bring me lunch instead of enjoying it for himself. And I get a different color roses every week. He's made it a routine at this point. Pretty much what I want, I get. One day during my nap, I said I wanted a funnel cake talking in my sleep. He drove 40 minutes. And when I woke up, I had a funnel cake waiting on me. It's literally the little things. However, there's a few things about him that I, that completely turns me off. First off, When we first met, he knew a lot about me that he shouldn't have known. To this day, I still don't know where he got his info. When he gets upset about things, he doesn't communicate. He he literally just stops talking, period, until he he goes smoke, then acts as though nothing has ever happened. He even ghosted me for four days one time to avoid talking and texting. When I tell him we can't have sex, or honestly, if I tell him no to anything or to stop a certain behavior, he's goofy. He literally holds, folds his arms, stops one time, and pouts like a two-year-old in timeout. Yesterday, we had a disagreement. I tried to express how I felt, and he laughed in my face and walked away. Lastly, he's not the best looking. Though I don't let the, his looks sway my decision, we can't do missionary <laughs> sex because I laugh at the faces he makes. Oh, <laughs> we got together two weeks That's after so my horrible. divorce. I originally planned to work on myself and be alone for a while, but got into a relationship with him because I kept hearing 
Why not? Why not? He's a good man. Hold on to him before you lose him. You're not going to find someone else like him. And I like the feeling I got from his affection. After getting away from an asshole like my ex-husband and finding him, about a month into us talking and him asking three times, I said, why not? Now I'm feeling like this was a mistake. I don't know what to do. Today I told him I need my space to think and get clarity on what it is that I truly want. And I'm in a dilemma where I really have doubts about this relationship, but feel kind of stuck because I don't want to give up a good man. I truly don't know what to do right now. What are your thoughts? I love your show. Give me some advice. God damn. Mm. All right. So the nigga ugly. I remember that part because that was kind of at the end. He's mm. very um, um, thoughtful. Yeah, He's thoughtful. very thoughtful. Um, mm. He sucks at communication. Mm. He avoids yeah, communication. Do. He then laughs at you when you tell him. That's kind of abusive. Yeah. Um, to me, that the way he communicates would definitely outweigh the thoughtfulness. Right. I would not be able to deal with somebody when I bring up something that about them that bothers me. Like we were talking about Maisha mm -hmm. and you laugh or dismiss what I'm saying or say I'm sensitive. That's some narcissistic behavior. Right. Or he could have avoidance issues because he's had trauma too. And like... You know, she said she was what, divorced with two kids? No, divorced for two months before they met. Oh, okay. It was some children in there in the beginning, mm -hmm. though. He didn't no. take care of no kids? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I mean, I don't really have any, I don't think I have any, off the top of my head, any good advice because I feel like that said a whole lot about both of them. You know, like, if you... You with somebody that you are not attracted to, I really don't see how far that's gonna go. That's just be honest. Like, what like about if you if only gotta get fucked from the back, sis? Send yeah. that man to the street. And and, and listen, man. if you don't got listen, I really don't care about looks, but I care about looks right now because I don't got no fucking kids. If I was like right. <laughs> out here like single mama <laughs> looking for a man and I already got kids, like I wouldn't be giving a fuck what a nigga look like. But I'm not about to have no little goonies running around here. <laughs> yeah, babies. I I just feel like you're not you 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 are you like you say she just got divorced or whatever she wanted to work on herself. I feel like that's where it's, the conversation stops for me because it's like leave him alone, right? And work on honestly yourself. and work on yourself because if you're in a relationship, let's be honest, beauty fades. Okay, mm -hmm. the older you get, you may not be, look like that same twenty twenty year old. I don't know how all these people are, but beauty fades, and if you can't love somebody. Like, if he got shot in the face, you definitely going to haul ass on him because mm -hmm. he already unattractive. So, if you know, I would say you should just cut your losses right now while it's still early. So Girl, she said he much. already shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Right. And, and it matters to her because if it didn't matter, she wouldn't address it. So, right. it looks matter to you. So, don't settle, sis. You know, he might be a nice guy. Keep him as a good friend. Maybe... You'll see him with one of your friends and they can live their best life together. You or maybe in the future y'all can, you know, come back together once both of y'all work on yourselves. But the most important thing is, is to do what you set out to do. And that's yes. heal yourself from that last marriage. Because yeah. one month out, out how are you even ready to start with somebody new after one month after a divorce? You know, And then I fear if he asks her to marry her. Like if he say, will you marry me? I fear that what happens next because then that's a whole bunch of more. Right. 
Because you might feel pressure to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, can you say no? So uh, I would just leave. And, you know, I know I said we need to stay, but. There's other good (laughs) men out there, too. Yeah, because you're already married. So when we are when you're out here dating, even if you're in a long term relationship, it's okay to leave. It Mm -hmm. is okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And at, at that point, you're doing a disservice to yourself and him. You know, yes, yes. But sometimes you got to get in and out of relationships to really find what it is that you, which, what your likes and dislikes are. But you definitely need to know thyself before yes, you fuck with anybody is. else. Because she already said, and it's hard too because she's been a wife, I'm sure, for a while, so she's used to having that companionship constantly. So it's like it's okay to date, sis. So she said her ex-husband was an asshole. Mm. It sounds like this guy kind of is displaying some asshole behavior. And he could very well be love bombing you when he does go and get those things that you like. You know what I'm saying? Like that sometimes can be a little form of manipulation. So you can mm-hmm. overlook the, the the things that he falls short. Uh, but, place- I, but I will say this too, though. Sorry, AJ, to interrupt you. But visualize with me for a second. If this man is not attractive, you think he might know that too, right? Mm-hmm. And if y'all don't have missionary, he's aware of that too. So there's two things that says that he's not, that he might be like a five, right? And maybe she's like a seven or eight. So he's going to try to keep her mm-hmm. because he has just leveled up. He know he, so he ain't may, supposed to have her anyway. Right. This girl so, said when they, they can't do missionary because she laughing. Yeah, she laughing at a nigga like, nah, you need to go. That's horrible. That's the Could most. Could you intimate. imagine getting fucked and be like, <laughs> "Oh my god, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Keep going. <laughs> Damn boy, you ugly as hell. Boy, I can't stop. <laughs> I just think about Mister and Seely in that moment, man. Girl, I love a nice looking face, nigga. I cannot do it. I'm sorry. Let me let me get the nice looking man, please. I can't do it. I gotta be able to look at you in the face, dog. I like, I mean, I don't mind a little ugly. You can be one ugly. You can't be like ugly, ugly. You can't be too ugly. Yeah, just one ugly is okay. So what's ugly, You can be like ugly, ugly. somebody. So one ugly is like where you have cute features, but they just ain't going together on your face. You can be ugly with pearly white, nice teeth. Yes. That'll make you cute. Yes. And a dimples, bitch. Oh, yeah. You can be... (laughs) <laughs> ugly with some dimples and pretty teeth and then be like oh he I mean if he turns to the side you squint can you be ugly and rich <laughs> what do you mean those niggas hella fine I don't know what you talking rich about rich be make you cute <laughs> niggas exactly. fine right. and no, look I done met I done met a nigga who was like rich as hell but uh, too ugly to date for me <laughs> I was like I don't care how nice and how much money he got he is hideous I can't do it <laughs> <laughs> Don't add acne feel. on top of that. He was like, he looked, his face looked like this, y'all. <laughs> I'm sick of you. I'm fucking sick of you, bitch. <laughs> and my friend told me he was ugly because right, oh, she introduced God. him. She's like, he's so nice, though, and he'll treat you so good, but I ain't going to lie, he kind of ugly. Oh, I was man. like, I like kind of ugly. And then when I met him, I was like, bitch, you said kind of ugly. This nigga looked like, look like, like he going to bite. Him. He looked right. like he bite. So he was a thousand there, not a millionaire. No, he was a millionaire, this guy. Very, he was like, uh, he did like commercial uh, real estate. Oh, shoot. And he was wealthy, but he was just, ooh, baby. Mm-mm. I can't do it. So to our listener, 
I don't know, baby. Get the fuck up out of there. Just try, try try again next lady. Just Season take the time off that you out. know you need it in the first place. Because maybe you were just that vulnerable that you're dealing right. with these things. And just that little piece he's giving you is a little bit, it's enough right now. But if you were actually healed from your previous relationship, it wouldn't be enough. It wouldn't be. Right. And it matters right. to you. So mm-hmm. you're being honest with yourself. So I really enjoyed this episode, y'all. Mm-hmm. This Thank fun. you guys for having me yes. here. We Tell do appreciate you, you. Maisha. Well, so... If you need somebody to fix your credit, hey. you can find me at 4uscgrp.com. I fix credit for our melanated community because that is in high demand and we're learning about credit, you know, um, do that. And also, if you just want to be my friend, you can follow me on Instagram at Bella Patrice underscore. All right, girl. Look, since she, she mentioned uh, some uh, credit and financial literacy and all that shit. I know y'all been seeing me posting about these stock options. Y'all niggas is playing. Y'all lacking. Like I, I saw some posts where people were talking about when they see somebody like with the, um, the graphs and they and they um, bio, <laughs> they automatically block them. Y'all blocking y'all motherfucking blessings. I want you to teach me, AJ. We in there. You gotta get in the class. So y'all hit me up if you're interested. Y'all can DM on uh, We Talk Back podcast um, and give us that website one more time. Or the number four. All caps, USC, like University of South Carolina, mm-hmm. for USCGRP.com, for us consulting group, black owned, black ran, for the black community. Blackity black, period. And we love that shit. <laughs> you got anything else oh. for the people, Tam? Follow me at Official Tam Bam. And I'm AJ Holiday 2.0. Make sure you hit us up. Also on We Talk Back Podcast on Instagram. Hey, and we got a couple of new episodes on YouTube uh, that we'll be posting soon. Some little visuals. And we'll try to get you guys more visuals soon. But anyway, we getting the fuck up out of here. Love y'all. Thanks for Bye. having me again, guys. Beautiful black queen. Thank you. Aw, thank you, boo. <laughs> Bye, guys. Peace. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But But nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, 
assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.